Hey guys, welcome to the Fellowship Greenville Students Podcast. This week, Brentley Sheehan taught on the difference between reading the Bible for achievement versus reading for engagement. We then broke out into groups to study John chapter 15, verses 1 through 11, using the five questions we introduced last week. Feel free to use these questions to dig into the passage on your own. We hope you enjoy the message. All right, good morning, everyone. How are y'all feeling this morning? Good overall? Love it. You guys ready for summer? Yeah, especially with this last weekend and the weather, it was feeling it right there. So we've been in a series called Read Scripture. Um, We had Matt do the first week and he talked about um, the parable of the sower and all the seeds. And then last week, Dallas talked us through, um, worked us through reading a passage together. And that's kind of what we'll do this morning. But first, I want to kind of share with you guys a little bit too. Um, So the whole point of this series is so that we can practice reading scripture together so that you guys can feel better about doing it on your own and more confident about studying the Bible on your own. Um, So last week, Dallas talked about how we read not just to get a bunch of information, maybe like you do with school, like trying to remember everything for the quiz or something like that, but we read so that we'd be transformed. Um, And I want to talk about how we read for engagement and not just achievement. So you guys know the word achievement probably from school or sports, right? So achievement is more about finishing the thing, right? Um, completing it, accomplishing it, whereas engagement is way more about focusing on doing the thing. So you engage in hobbies, right? You don't do your hobby just to cross it off your list. You do it because you enjoy doing the actual hobby. So that's kind of what we want to talk about when it comes to reading. So before we get started, I'm going to ask you guys some questions so you can raise your hand just so we can start thinking about what we're going to talk about this morning. So show of hands, who really enjoys reading? Anybody? I love reading. Nice. A lot more people than I was expecting. I love it. All right. Raise your hand if you don't like reading or maybe if reading is kind of harder for you. Anybody? Yep. Awesome. Okay. Raise your hand if you like to write to-do lists. Maybe it's your, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the stuff you have to do around the house. Maybe it's um, your schoolwork. Um, Raise your hand if you hate the feeling when you get to the end of your day and not everything is crossed off that list. Yep. I feel that. All right, raise your hand if you have ever wanted to start a a habit and then maybe after missing one or two days, you just gave up on the habit altogether. Yeah, maybe it was like getting up early in the morning or working out all summer and then after two days, you were like, forget this. All right, okay, cool. So we'll kind of come back to those in a little bit, but I'll kind of share my story a little bit too with you guys. So I love math, all right? And some of you guys are probably already writing me off as crazy, and that's okay. Um, I love math. That was my major in college. That's always what came easier to me in school. Um, And so reading has always been a little harder for me. Now, don't get me wrong. I love reading stories and everything, but reading itself is a little bit harder for my brain. So I feel you guys if you agree with me there. Um, I also really love to write to-do lists. And you may be thinking I'm kind of crazy because if I do something in the day that wasn't on my to-do list, I will go back and write it on my to-do list just so I can cross it off. Anyone else there? Yep. Feel that? Okay, cool. Love it. Um, So when I was y'all's age and even now, um, I would, if I did my reading or didn't do it one day, I would kind of get discouraged, right? Um, And maybe it would keep me from reading for a week or so if I missed one day. Um, And I was caught up in the achievement of it, right? When I was y'all's age, and sometimes even now I can feel myself slipping back into that of focusing on achievement when I'm reading. I just want to cross it off. So if I don't, then it makes me feel really bad. 
Um, I used to think that I had to read a whole chapter of the Bible, right, every day or something like that, and that I had to do it every single day. So I'd get really caught up in all of that and miss the whole point of reading scripture, because the whole point is to engage with it and to spend time with God. Um, And I used to get so caught up in my to-do list that it would be my only focus. Um, But we read God's word so that we can engage with it, so that we can spend time with him, so that we can apply it, and that we can be transformed. So we're going to practice that together this morning, um, and then we're going to kind of wrap it up again um, together afterwards. But we're going to practice in different groups. So in a minute, you guys will split into groups of five or six. Um, Now, I know some of your small groups in here are bigger than that, and I just encourage you, if your small group is bigger than five or six, just split into two different groups. Um, And leaders, if you can spread out, that would be great too. Um, But we'll go through the passage together. And then you guys will go through the questions on your handy-dandy bookmark, all right? Um, We have some extra copies of this if you guys didn't get one last week. But also, fun fact, if you guys didn't know this, so when I was about your age, we did this when I was in student ministry, and this is my bookmark from when I was in student ministry. If you can see, it's all like tattered on the edges, but I've loved keeping this in my Bible and just going back. It's a great tool to help understand the Bible. So I encourage you guys save this bookmark, put it in your journal, put it in your Bible, and keep it with you, because that's the whole point of what we're trying to do with this series. Um, So once you guys go through the passage together reading it, then you'll go through the questions, and then at the end, we'll kind of popcorn some answers. Um, So really quick, let's just go over the questions really quick. So number one, what does this passage say? And if you guys remember from last week, that's just surface level, really just repeating what you just read. And number two is what does this passage mean? So that's where you get to dig a little dip deeper, interpret it. Um, Number three, what does this passage say about God? That's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Number four, what does this passage say about people? That's other people and us. And then lastly, number five, how does this passage call me to live differently? So that's where you get to apply it to your life. Um, And before you guys split into groups, I just want to remind you, you can even write this on your bookmark if you want, but anytime you're approaching scripture, I encourage you guys to look at two different things. Number one, context. And number two, um, define different words that you don't know. So you can write that on your bookmark if that helps you, maybe at the top or something. Um, Context really helps you to kind of understand where you're approaching this reading from, because have you ever heard of people taking things out of context? Yeah. So it's really hard to understand the true meaning of something if it's taken out of context. So we want to look at it in context. And I'll kind of talk about this passage in a second. And then the second one is defining words. Um, If you guys are reading something like maybe schoolwork and you come across some words you don't know, is it really hard to understand what the reading is talking about? Yeah. Maybe you said no. Maybe you can figure out the word based off of the things around it. But I encourage you guys, if you're reading the Bible, just like if you're in school, if you come across a word that you don't know, look it up. Literally type into your phone, um, definition of whatever. Because if you understand those words, it's going to help you understand the whole passage better. And trust me, I'm 25 and I still look up words all the time. So no judgment from me. Um, I have to do that too. So what? Then ask a neighbor or if you have a dictionary, get yourself a nice paper dictionary. Love it. <laughs> All right, so our passage this morning is going to be John 15, 1 through 11. Um, and John is one of the Gospels that talks about Jesus' life. And in the timeline of Jesus' life, this passage comes right before his arrest and his crucifixion. So these are some of his last words to his disciples. And just think, if you knew you were about to die 
and you had just a little bit more time with your friends, you're probably going to tell them some important stuff, right? So think about this as some really important words from Jesus um, as he knows he's going to die soon.